A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the Matchball Podcast from us, the Square Ball, for the QPR away defeat. Uh, I'm Dan Moylan. With me is Michael Normanson. Hello. And Moscow White, Daniel Chapman. Hello. And we say thanks, as always, to Levi Solicitors for their support on the podcast as well. If you're moving house at the minute, check out their conveyancing team and you'll find all that with 10% off your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. We also have a couple of guests here as well. Uh, designer of our mag and internet personality, Eamon's here as well, aren't you, Eamon? Just jump on mic and say hi. I appreciate you reading my uh, my full and proper title, so thank you. Thank you're, you for that. You're welcome. Um, unpick the bones from that then. What the hell's happened there, Michael? Bearing in mind, how many pints have you had now? Only three. Ah. Well, I drank some of Moscow's in the last bit, but he didn't realise because he was watching the screen and I was just just helping him. Um, <sighs> Moscow was the Zen one. I feel my, like maybe his calm head would be better than mine because I think we've fucked it. <laughs> you know what helps keep me calm? Starting drinking before noon. <laughs> that's uh, That's been crucial today and I think I was wise uh, to do it. So every day, now until the end of the season, that's the way. I mean, if you are under 18, no. Uh, but if you're over it, go if for it. If you're having it with a meal, isn't that still legal? <laughs> with breakfast? <laughs> it's, uh, yes. you, we're not, we're not going to be far off vodka on the cornflakes after that shite today. I mean, not that it was shite, it's just... It was quite a shite. It, well, but how many chances did we have? How many did we miss? Not Stup- that many. We, Bamford missed a couple. He should have scored when the keeper came out and he just had to tap it over the top of him and he should have scored a penalty but other than that it's not like one of the home games earlier this season where we had loads the conversation we had then was uh, it kind of none of this is surprising and yet it completely defies explanation it's just leads is that fair is that the only thing we can say and we're, we're just, loads better now than, we're stop. loads better than them but we're not I mean, because they scored and we didn't and look at the the league table I'm not Johnny Woodgate but have a look at where they are in the league, where we are in the league. But, but we still didn't win, we lost. What our hopes are. Yeah. Because we can't score. Well, we can't score, and also it would help um, if the one time we do actually get a soft decision off a referee, Pat Bamford doesn't waste it. It's so rare. Like, if you look at Naki Wells's What, it's rare that Bamford misses? That's not no. rare. If you look at Naki Wells's uh goal... That's the kind of thing, and we mentioned it on the other podcast, that Angus Kinnear is hassling uh, the authorities saying that, look, two penalties that we've lost points over that were given against us, you've then later reviewed and said shouldn't have been given. And then that goal, again, if there was VAR in the championship, Naki Wells doesn't get a goal. And then you'd probably, there's an argument that if there's VAR in the championship, Pat Bamford doesn't get that penalty because it was pretty soft. But it's soft. We've got it. Put the ball in the goal. Mm. Don't I mean, just give it to the keeper. Don't just roll it into the keeper's hands. That seems to be the crux of our problems at the minute, doesn't it? 
Yes. Pat Bamford. Yeah, putting the ball in the goal. Uh, he's not the only guilty one, is he? Because Harrison had a, g- a good number of chances today. But the difference yeah. is, you can kind of excuse Harrison a little bit because he's a winger. Um, Bamford, his job is to there lead the line and he's just so frustrating and I want to kick him. It's not like there's any pressure on him at the moment with the, the transfer window being open. No questions about the uh, the number nine position at all. I mean, we've we've alternately said get him out of the team earlier on in the season, then backed him and said he kind of put the Niketia argument to bed. Today, I think you've seen kind of the worst aspects of Bamford. Not it's necessarily a bad performance as such. It's just like that finish. Shouldn't he have scored that? I prefer him when he's not in the team, and I want him to be rather than when he is when he shouldn't be. Because the the xG on that chance to win, when he was through on the keeper, I mean it came over his head. 0.03, which goes to show that XG is just bollocks. Because <laughs> you're one-on-one with a keeper. You should, Scott. And the keeper's... I think XG as well, does it take account of where other players are? Because the keeper's massively out of position as well. He just needs to tap it over his head. It's not like the keeper's stunned his line and it's a difficult chance. The keeper's come already come charging out a long way and any sort of tap over his head... I mean, he was to put it in context, he was as near on that chance as he was on the shot that he hit from the halfway line. He mm. went about as near to the goal. Yeah. Which isn't right. So we're angry. <laughs> I don't know if angry is so much as just horribly upset and disappointed. It's just annoying as a as a fellow Irishman to see Patrick Bamford do so poorly <laughs> because we've got a European campaign coming up in the summer and we need him a good old fashioned Irish centre forward. I feel, I feel, Eamon, that your uh, your humour at this point feels it just feels horribly misplaced. <laughs> Niall Quinn would have scored all those chances. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's furious, and you're being funny now. Stop it. It's uh, it's tough, but what did we expect? It it seems like the what's the most leads things that can happen? A, a goal that shouldn't have been allowed, missing a penalty, getting a red card, playing terribly. It's, uh, it's all been rolled into one. The one hope of today is that we've got as much of it out of our system as possible, rather than... Don't spread. come here with your hope. I need anger first. Rather we're not, than we're not, spread out the red not, card and the penalty not, over different games. Let's, let's get it all out of no, the way at Loftus Road. We're not at the acceptance stage of grief yet. Okay. I'm furious. I really am. I just, I'm just so angry now. And what bit of, of Fulham away when Pablo did his hamstring in the first 30 seconds or Cardiff at home where we were three up and lost, well... Lost, as they said on Sky that we, we lost 3-3 three, 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 three. what, what part of those wasn't enough leads for you that we had to do this today well how much leads did I sign up for in 1989 when I decided to support this ridiculous club <laughs> I feel like I'm getting my money's worth all the leads I ever possibly wanted I am getting it fully I mean everyone knew Calvin Phillips was going to do that didn't they as well as soon as it broke there you thought oh no here we go Bielsa's reaction was telling because it showed obviously the the footage on the pitch first and then it showed Bielsa and it was just both hands running through his hair it was a it was a right he knew he knew it was he knew it was off the second he did it he was like okay I'm he's already planning in his head how Shackleton is going to fit into the team my one recourse is to lash into the referee because to get out of that first half when the only one of their players who is booked for the constant fouling is Naki Wells which irrelevant we needed a defender booked for any of that so there is a chance then that they might get a second yellow and then there was the chance that Naki Wells surprisingly did should have had a second yellow instead he just went with the, the stern telling off that he'd given all the defenders in the first half it's like no book their defenders when they persistently foul our players and then 
then send some of them off Look, this... and get them down to, to seven players and we might win. This isn't on the referee, is it? It isn't on the referee. Well, some no, of it is. It is some to an extent, is. their goal, he did, handball, he did manage to handle it with both hands. No, I know that, but even still, as we just said, it kind of levelled itself out with that penalty because Bamford... He, he, no, but that he... is a penalty. If that's given against us, I'm annoyed that it's soft, but I'd still say it's a penalty. Okay. And just like the one on Costa two minutes in, I'd be annoyed if it was given against us, but also I'd be, quite, I'd be more annoyed at our defender for doing it. In amongst the whole shit show, I'd forgotten about that, and that was a penalty. Even no, though, even though it's really, toast, really, really soft, and there's not much in it. But as because I thought maybe I was being biased, and then Hasselbank at halftime said that's a penalty, and it's all coming. Me. It's all coming together. We're not getting any breaks whatsoever. We're not getting that penalty. QPR are getting that goal. We do get a penalty. We miss it, and then there's one little tackle, one little tackle, and Calvin Phillips is sent off. There is, there's no. There's no leeway. There's no breathing space. There's the referee no... did get the Calvin Phillips decision right. He did, but there's nothing. But you'd, that's the situation where you, if things were going our way, the referee would get that wrong and would give him a yellow card. So there's, <laughs> but we're not getting. There's, there's never any hint of that. A QPR player might have made. Well, isn't that the hint challenge. of it that we got? We did get the penalty on Bamford, and then we miss it. So there's like there is nothing. <laughs> that's not the referee's fault. No, though. I'm not. I'm not blaming the referee. I'm, I'm blaming the cosmos. Blaming the world. I'm blaming the creation and saying that we are just nothing in the universe we're, at the moment. We're doomed, he's, we're doomed, he's doomed don't we? He's, he's going Leeds United's way. No, uh, Edmonds writes little letters to the Cosmos, doesn't he? That's the way he does things. He, he writes little wishes down and then he thinks they come true. So maybe we need to sue a bank. I was um, I was convinced we were going to win this today. But You're an idiot. I know that, but I, I like to remain optimistic about Leeds and think that our fortunes will turn round. But again, I've got that to that almost Derby-esque position today of just, I can't explain that. It's just, we just Leeds it, didn't we? But I'm just so angry with it that it's happened again. I mean, we weren't any good. Well, e- equally, that is worth mentioning. No, but it, equally, it I, bet, I mean, we haven't seen what Bielsa said in the post-match, but he's going to point out, I dare say, that we made loads of chances because we did. I mean, we, didn't look make, the, we didn't make loads. We made enough clear-cut chances to score. The header, Harrison's had a couple when he swung and he just spooned off his foot. We had enough chances, clear-cut chances to I, score. I can tell you what uh, Bielsa's revealed in his post-match press conference is that Berardi's injured now as well. So that's, <laughs> that's a surprise little, that's a little bit of news. Just shut it down. Shut the whole thing down. I have said if we don't AFC go AFC leads, fuck it. If we don't go up this season, the club just needs to close. Yeah. Are you thinking we should just do it now? Not worry about between January and May. Well, it's only January and this is killing me. It's absolutely killing me with stress and anxiety. So let's just pack it in now. Shut it down. Start again, yeah. Go again in like July pre-season. At least if we're in the, the Unibond second division or something. I want to go lower. Can we'll we go win, lower? We'll win some games, don't we? Well, we, we might. I just want it to go as low as possible so we don't have to care anymore because I've had enough. Looking for Bielsa's press conference for answers is a little bit confusing because, uh, bless them, I know they're transcribing it on the fly, but um, I insist the farewell control the match and have chances, comma, what we are looking for, full stop. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, until somebody can straighten that out for me. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, what is happening. So, Patrick Bamford. Talk to me about Patrick Bamford, Ireland's finest. What's... Uh... What's he playing at? And, and, and do we need to replace him? We do, don't we? I feel like the best thing that could happen for Patrick at the moment is to just get an injury. I feel like if he got an injury, as Michael said, when he's out of the team, we tend to appreciate players a little bit more and it might speed up the process of saying, hang on, we've literally got a load of children on the bench, so we probably should sign someone. Edmondson still wouldn't play though, would he? Edmondson's not getting the game. Jackie Harrison up front though. I think it's the uh, the injury to... 
Bamford, the hypothetical injury to Bamford that we're hoping will be, you know, mild, um, to unleash the the, the power of, of Jackie in attack. Um, and then he can be the one uh, putting headers wide, as he was today at the back post. But I mean, he can do it from slightly further in. He can do it from the near post instead of the back post. Given given Bamford as snubbed Ireland, can, can you arrange a kneecapping? <laughs> I, I can have a word, but... Um, I, I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll you said you he know. needs to be injured, and <laughs> well, we are all agreeing. We'll just watch the space, you know. Watch the space. <laughs> can tell you about three points. I mean, I know we're laughing today, but are we just doing this to mask the? No, the... Bamford. Need, it's a bit like the last game when Bamford needs to be taken off. He's missed loads of chances. He's missed that chance in the first half. He's missed a penalty. Just take him off the pitch and let someone else try and score some some chances. But there's no one else to bring on, so he has to stay, and we have to watch it. And it's not pretty. Or we have to sign somebody in the next 10 days like we should have done in the last 10 days. I was, you know, I was mild after the Sheffield Wednesday match where I said, I'll give him a game. That's all right. Two, my patience starts to fray. Um, and now I think the one, maybe the reassuring thing is when the, the Sky cameras did focus in on, on Victor Orta. And the one thing you can always say about him is he, he does seem to feel it the way that we all... I'm sure that wasn't the... Oh, that's good. That's fine then. Well, no, but the shot of him at the end of the match wasn't at somebody saying like, yeah, I'm pretty happy that we haven't signed a striker. That was somebody going... For fuck's sake. Yeah, exactly. And he, yeah. But so. that's, all, that's all we can say. We might as well sit here for half an hour and just say, for fuck's sake, and then go home. Well, but at least Victor Orta has the power to now uh, get drunk in the uh, post-match boardroom uh, hospitality at QPR and then just send all sorts of crazy text messages to every contact he has in Europe. I expect us to wake up in the morning and we've bought Edgar Charney back for 10 million, but at least, at least we will have him through the door. I really hope, yeah, Victor ought to wake up tomorrow just with, with a raft of strikers signed. Drunk. I mean, I know this is kind of, it's a theme we return to all the time. This is the problem with what Bielsa does. I love Marcelo Bielsa more than just about any human in this world. But this small squad is killing us and we've seen it for two years now. It is killing us. We said There is a little bit of pushback, I would say, on the, the youthful bench thing, which is that when Jordan Stevens came on at Arsenal and in the last game and again today, he looks really, really good. And I would almost I'd spin the bottle and say start him. Harrison through the middle and put Jordan Stevens out wide because um, he looks good. He doesn't look like... Um, he doesn't look out of place when he plays. Harrison through the middle, though, is, is far too much of a gamble at this point in yeah. the season. And playing, he's, I mean, he's not hes not a teenager, but he's very young. Playing a young player who has never played in the set, in the middle before, down the middle to try and win your promotion, is ridiculous. Harrison through the middle is maybe the weak point of who? my Sorry? argument. <laughs> Jackie Harrison through the middle is the weak point. But, but the stronger point is some of those players should be all right. And and Jordan Stevens, whenever he does come, because we're always saying we don't have enough uh, good players on the bench or players who are have enough distance between themselves and their GCSEs to come on. But yeah, that, that is one example of a player that is coming on and not disgracing himself. Whereas you can bring on... Yeah, but there's a difference uh, between... not seven year old There's a difference between not disgracing yourself and having well, no, the ability to, to, change, to change your game. And he, he slotted in fine, not disputing that. We need more than that. I'm sorry, we need more than that. Well, we, we, we have done for more than a year. We definitely... We have, of course. This is blowing up because we don't have enough people available to change games. And ending the game with not a single central midfielder on the pitch was a, a an interesting way to do it. Who well, was playing there? Uh, Costa, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Costa a, and Pablo? A red card is going to do that. 
But <laughs> I mean, Clitch had been awful in that game as well. And I think he should have probably been taken off at half time as well. Because looking down my notes, 21 minutes was the first time I noticed him on the pitch. Like he, he got involved in something on the edge of the box. And I saw him and I thought, oh, there he is. I'd genuinely not seen him in the game until then. Which I know is something that's leveled at him sometimes. And generally speaking, I think he actually does pretty well doing something, but he didn't do anything. But he, I mean, he's played every game for about a century Forever. now, yeah. yeah. I did think when the players were coming out of the tunnel, they all look that ill. <laughs> there's a slight, there's a slight prisoner of war camp vibe about them queuing up there when the uh, Cooper and Klitsch was, well, I think Cooper was in front of Klitsch and they just both looked really, really painfully thin and and haunted. <laughs> Do you think that me maybe putting up some razor wire fences at Thorpe Arch? <laughs> I don't know, I'm just worried about them. Up, I think in the secu- to, up in the security. I don't know if he needs to, if they're going to run so much, maybe they need some more calories. There was an element of of that in the game, not necessarily the, the physical appearance, but the, the mental appearance you saw when Jackie Harrison did mo- miss those chances. He's not hiding when he just turns away and the camera catches him going, for fuck's sake. And you could see that kind of spread throughout a lot of the team. And it was happening in the, uh, the Sheffield Wednesday game where... It, it got hyped up on Twitter that apparently, you know, the rumours that Calvin Phillips and Kiko Kassir had been um, had to be separated in the tunnel. But you did see on the pitch uh, Liam Cooper and Luke Ayling having a, a big argument about who should have been doing what at a corner. And it's um, not necessarily an unhealthy thing. You want players to have this healthy, this proper level of debate and holding each other to account. But at the same time, you do want them to look a little less... Um, like they're all going to cry whenever, whenever something goes wrong. Bamford seemed fine with his penalty miss. He seemed as if he expected it the, the same as the rest of us. But the rest of them, there was a there were elements of you know the the ball goes out of play and there's there's 20 minutes left. I noticed Stalioski absolutely racing to take a throw in with 20 minutes to go, and th- th- that were in the one sense it's good that we're playing with the desperation that we need an, an equaliser with 20 minutes to go. We're not waiting until the last five minutes, but on the other side you do kind of wish they would they, they could all maybe they all need to calm down one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why united healthcare offers a variety of flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more so whether you're between jobs coming off a parent's plan or even missed open enrollment you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A quick note on Alioski's uh, physical comedy performance today. We saw, what was it, break dancing and all sorts of jazz going on there. Freeform expressionist dance on the pitch. Uh, air shots. 
Falling yeah. over. It was interesting, wasn't it? The Masinga, I believe it's known as. That move where you, you, you go to kick it with one foot, it slightly hits the other and it leaves everyone wrong foot. And you get a goal kick. Um, it's probably for the best that we've got, what is it, 10 days off now until we play Millwall at Ellen Road. So everyone can get the fury out for the next week. Come Saturday next week, we'll all be annoyed that we're not playing again and it might be vaguely passable by Tuesday. We will have new strikers. We're, we're all won by Millwall. If I... I'm any judge of what they're doing whatsoever. I can't imagine they'll let us. Bielsa, there is a little, there's a Phil Hay tweet here that says, uh, Bielsa says he missed a player like Enketia on the bench today to let him make a change up front, but he has no updates on transfers from Bielsa. And I think Monday morning, if it's not, as I thought, Victor Orr just getting drunk tonight and doing what he can. I think it will be a case of Monday morning, Southampton, right, can we have him? Sort the shit out. Yeah, and if, and if they say, nah, not sure, just like, right, fuck that next on the list can we have him can we have can we have him and just get get one of them done so that we then have the time uh, before the Millwall game on Tuesday night to to do what Bielsa wants to get them involved and and so that they're at least ready from the bench to say Pat you started the game we've given you five minutes get the fuck off the pitch and let somebody who can score a goal come on help me make sense of this then Michael why did we lose today seems like a daft question but I, I can't quite put my finger on what it is just Help they, me, help me. Naki Wells handballed it twice and we weren't very good. Pat Bamford in particular with his two very good chances. I mean, we should have drawn it, at least. We, 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 should, have, we should have been annoyed that we'd drawn that game because Bamford should have scored at least one of his chances. As it was, we're annoyed that we've lost it because he didn't. It's, we weren't millions and millions of miles away from being no. decent. It's It's that little... I mean, the reliance on stats, 66% possession, total shots 17 to their nine, but only three but on then how target many, how to their did, I was going to say, the keeper didn't have to do anything, did he? No, three on target to their two. We had 12 shots off target, two blocked. But the reason for that is we do we do the same, we do the Bielsa cutback, don't we? Like 5,000 times a game and then they clear it. Yeah, and it, it there was a couple of those where you're thinking you're just putting it into an area rather than going... I'm going to put this there and our striker will run onto it and score. And that seems to be like a lot of our chances are like that. Like they're, they're almost percentage chances rather than clear cut should be scoring those chances. I think that sometimes skews the stats. Yeah, it's a little bit of fear and a little bit of um, passing on the responsibility where nobody wants to be too precise because it will go wrong. Um, and what you really need them to be is, no, just don't worry about it going wrong. Be precise. Try and be precise. Don't just put it, oh, there might be something near the penalty spot. Look at where Matt Smith is Millwall or look at where whoever the striker is and and give it to them and see if that will work instead of just going oh yeah 60% chance if it goes there maybe the players are too concentrated on XG they've got oh yeah 3% chance if we put it in there um, is it no part, is it's it a part better it, chance if we put it at the feet of a striker the teams know how we play though so they do just crowd the box and know that yeah I think they do that is just constantly yeah. how we try to score so if you if you've already got nine men in the box at all times when we're defending. It doesn't really matter where they are. Just sheer weight of numbers will mean you clear it. Well, that's it. That's the way, when the way past it is not to just put it into an area, but it's to look for that player that you can actually give the ball to. Like we did at Birmingham with those, some of those goals were really yeah. precisely picked out, weren't they? It's yeah. not impossible, but I think it does come down a little bit to, uh, yeah, that fear of failure of just, and it, it's, it's, you, you can get away with it a little bit more if you say, oh, I'll put it into a dangerous area and it, and it got cleared. Whereas if you say, oh, I tried to aim for him and it got cleared, there's 
there's less wriggle room then. It's like, because you can point, say you made the wrong decision, whereas putting it into a dense corridor of uncertainty is always the right decision, but it's the one that's least likely to work. Speaking of Birmingham, OG was about as close as we came to scoring for open play today. There was from a, a, a corner, I think it was a Calvin free kick down on the right hand side, and it was headed and the keeper tipped it over the bar. That was actually as near as we came to scoring. From and when I was talking before about the Cosmos being against us, so QPR kind of miss hit a, a free kick through a wall and it gets headed onto by our player, Luke Ayling, heads it onto Naki Wells' hands. He catches it, drops it at his feet and puts it in. We have a free kick. Pablo Hernandez absolutely superbly wrong-foots the goalkeeper's puts it in exactly and it hits the wrong the outside of the post. That goes on the inside of the post. We're talking six inches between um, an equaliser and nothing. And there's just none of that is going our way at the moment. I am angry at but we can't, God. We, we cannot blame the God. Co- we can't blame the cosmos. Can blame God for two and years. The cosmos for two. We can't not for two years on the bounce. So how do we fix this? Give me something to work with, Michael. Two years on the bounce. We, uh, you've said that a couple of times. That we're second. We are. No, I know that. And we spent. No, but we've, been, we've seen that. We've seen this movie before. How many weeks are that in two weeks? One hundred and four, and we've probably spent a hundred of those weeks in the top two. But so don't, you can't yeah, but, say that things have been going wrong don't, for two no, years. No, but don't sit there and it's tell the me. Best I'm not, two years we've had. It in is. 10 years. I'm loving it, and I hate it all in equal measure. But don't tell me I don't have grounds to be concerned because we saw this last year. The same problems. We can't finish. We don't have enough players. We have injuries. We've seen this happen. Although we could finish last year because we had Kemal Roof and he was finishing lots of chances, but we still went wrong. So it's, um, and yeah, I'm. I'm but we didn't. Have, but we didn't have Patrick Bamford. We, did, we, did, we still. We still had one striker last year. At that, all one, times, that was the yeah. problem. Well, we can, we're only going to play one at a time. So yeah, I don't know if you can have another one that you can bring on. Yeah, but or, only one. Or in, the, be, or in but, the next game when they've played badly, you let the other one have a turn. Well, and missing chances. Yeah, well, exactly. That's it, and that's why I'm I'm absolving responsibility of anybody at Leeds United and blaming it on the Cosmos because whoever plays up front, we could sign Luis Suarez and bring him He's off the bench. He's currently injured for pretty much the rest of the season, actually. So good call, like, likely candidate, Luis Suarez. All right, we'll Sorry. we'll sign. Harry Kane, who I'm sure is he was fit. injured. <laughs> Indeed, yep. <laughs> well, there you see. I mean, that's why it's very difficult to sign a striker in January because they're all injured. Sign so. Dwight Gale. <laughs> Again. And what's he done? His hamstring, four to six weeks. He'd have put those chances away today, even with his knackered hamstring. Yeah, I just feel... Wankers. The, the way that some things are going with us at the moment is we could sign anybody... Um, and they'll miss. You so, see, I, I disagree. Bamford. I think if we signed a proper striker, he'd have scored that chance today and it would have been a different game that's what I think I think you're wrong I think a good striker would score some goals I think it's, and Bamford is fine we have the different angles enough, uh, we have different versions of anger whereas you're specifically anger, angry at the players we have who are not putting the ball in the net whereas I'm angry at the entire concept of Leeds United it means we could sign the best striker in the world right now doesn't matter. But it's no, it's, still it, it's doing your job. If you, if you go to the supermarket and you go to the checkout and the checkout person starts lobbing all your stuff on the floor rather than down the conveyor belt, you say, oh, do you know what? You're not doing your job properly. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you off that checkout and put a different checkout person in who can scan my goods properly. That's what these lot are not doing. I can't remember the context for this scene in The Simpsons, but it always stays with me where I think it's Homer pours some milk on cornflakes and they just burst into flames. <laughs> like that's, that's basically what happens at Leeds at the moment is you, is you replace that checkout person with the the best till operator that Audi have ever and the, seen, and they burst into flames, and the building burns down. It's just there's something something needs uh, collectively, and yes, yeah, so the the serious point on that would be there is something 
within the power of Bielsa or somebody at the club or just whoever we sign, whether it's Matt Smith or Jay Adams or somebody <laughs> Shut else, up, you dick. to come in with a different, a, with a different, uh, less cursed way of being. That's the thing about the transfers as well, is that, oh, we come in, Bielsa won't play him anyway. But it needs fresh bodies. It needs somebody who's not weighed down by the absolute millstone that is Leeds United, doesn't it? Which we all are. Yeah. The way Bielsa is talking when he says he wished he had an, an Enkessia on the bench or somebody he could bring on to change does make me think like he would he would be a little bit more inclined to bring somebody new on even if he hasn't spent three months drilling them. And uh, um, yeah, he's probably getting as desperate as, as all we are. But really it's it's looking forward. I mean, we're going to have to spend the next three games with Stuart Dallas as a holding midfielder unless he puts Ben White into the Calvin Phillips position and plays Dallas in defence. I don't um, care anymore. Because Brad is injured, is that right? Well, yeah, it says Brad is injured but should be back soon. Um, like Adam Forshaw back soon. Yeah, well, he's not. He's giving updates on Berardi, where he's just declining to <laughs> best, talk about Forshaw. Best tweet I saw in the last forty-eight hours was when somebody's just going to come out and say that Forshaw's gone to live on the farm. Well, we saw him in that um, that video for the 49ers that they put out last night, and he doesn't didn't look see his legs, well. did you? No, and but his his face gone. was absolutely fully gone at the hip. Well, his face it, was harrowing enough. It's going to be mean, like a, that scene in, in that scene in Forrest Gump. You know, when you see Lieutenant Dan for the first time, that he hasn't got his legs anymore. It'll be that. That's exactly what it'll be. It looks like he's he's not asking for people to support the 49ers. He's asking for people to like donate him a kidney or something. Like, <laughs> he doesn't look well. <laughs> is there anybody it? out there who can? Uh, and does his does his baseball cap say like 1946? Like he's got some not 1949ers. Well, has he got polio or something? Maybe that's the yeah. He's got a disease that dates back to the Second World War. It's the same 1946, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's definitely not a 49. This camera trench no. foot, hasn't he? <laughs> Could be any of those. Uh, listen, I've got to go off and see, spend some time with my kids this afternoon, and be in a bad mood around them because of those wankers. So, not the, I mean the football team, not the kids. Um, we need to pick some heroes and villains from that. Peter Bankes. Bankes. Who's this? Uh, the referee. It was oh, Banks okay. with an ES at the end. That's not how you spell mm. Banks. That's Banquez. You see the villain. Spaniard, eh? Spaniard, Spanish. Tricky Spaniard. Dodgy, dodgy Spanish refs <laughs> coming over here, <laughs> taking the jobs of good English refs. Um, He's a Banquez. I'll nominate whoever, because we do play man-to-man marking, but it seemed like uh, nobody was sitting on chair. There we go. That's that's the only fun I've had all afternoon. Been thinking about for about two hours to use that one. Somebody, so. I did turn around to Eamon during the game and say, "Why isn't anybody sitting on chair?" You sicken me. <laughs> you're an idiot, and you're sicken me. I want to no- nominate Jeff Cameron as well, who was admittedly, <laughs> rightly, um, well, not rightly fouled. He was Callum Phillips was rightly, rightly sent fouled. off for fouling him. I didn't like his little fake Zlatan thing he's got going on, but. Even after Phillips had been sent off, Cameron actually got booked for continuing to complain to the referee as if the referee has it in his power to do something more than send the player off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he's true. moaning at him, just like, "What? Did you see it?" He's like, it's like, "Yeah, yeah that's, why, that's I, why I sent him off." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, but he could have broken my leg there." And Andy came back to apologise to you because I think he realised that. Like, yeah, 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 but that's why I've sent him yeah, off. Ca- it's like, just ban, just do something. Like the, he wanted the referee to go over and like karate kick him or yeah. something on the way Phil- off. Phillips is not a Michael Brown who will do something like that and go good. I wish I'd hurt you harder. He's the kind of going, oh, for fuck's sake, I've, I've done something really stupid. Um, so, you know what, if it was Berardi doing that, we'd be absolutely, well, I'll say we wouldn't because we quite like Catano, but I mean, generally speaking, the mood would be to lambast him. I'm sure, well, I've not had a time to look at many of the forums or Twitters, but I'm sure uh, Calvin Phillips' mentions are probably a uh, mess. We have to put him up for villainy today because, I mean, not that that 
would, the game didn't hinge on his red card, but, no, but to lose him three for, games for three is stupid. Um, I want to double up on the, uh, the the nomination for Jeffrey Scott Cameron for being an American playing for QPR who is not Roy Wegley. Okay. That's not... That's not <laughs> What should happen? He's, uh, I mean, Roy Wegley is probably in his fifties now, so it's well, to exactly. expect him so, to still be playing. Is... So retired. The he con- would have he'd have scored that Bamford chance as well. The concept of an American playing for QPR should have been retired when Roy Wegley uh, retired. The West Virginia Mountaineers and then the Rhode Island Rams and the Rhode Island Stingrays before the Houston Dynamo. That was uh, Cameron's career before he ended up at Stoke. Yeah, so he had no right to be fouled. Is that what you're saying? Uh, he had no no right to whinge about it. Okay. Any other h- heroes? <laughs> Um, Leeds fans for just putting up with this bollocks for so long I didn't think no. Danny Higginbotham was that bad on Sky <laughs> is that the best we can do with That's it? oh he wasn't he wasn't um, Don Goodman he wasn't I'm sorry I'm I'm on uh, Jeff Cameron now growing up it says on his uh, Wikipedia page he supported English side Manchester United and Italian side oh. Juventus what a glory supporter oh. he grew up in Massachusetts twat. and he's Cameron is one of the few sports people who expressed support for President Donald Trump's executive order 13769 which put a 90 day immigration freeze on several nations and suspended activity on the United States refugee admissions program he's a big racist scum bastard it sounds that way yeah, yeah. so okay. Jeff Cameron uh, I Anybody who is having a go at Calvin Phillips for fouling him, um, the criticism, Calvin, is that you didn't foul him harder. So in the absence of an ability to pin this on one single factor, we're just going for Cameron, are we? (laughs) Or Bamford, who probably also supports um, the same thing. (laughs) But he's definitely not a big racist, etc., etc. Well, no, I think he he just thinks people should, should make the best of it in their own countries. Interesting place to finish. We've wandered a long way from uh, just losing 1-0 to QPR, haven't we? Yeah, right. Yeah. I think we should we should go home and try and reflect on this and see if we can make sense of it by Tuesday. When we... Shepherd's bush, where QPR are based. Shepherds, look after sheep, leave the bushes to other people. That's what I say. I'm, I'm done now. Um, <laughs> very philosophical, Master. Cheers for listening to this one. Slash put, Hernandez had his knob grabbed. We've not mentioned that. Yeah, we didn't get anything for that, yeah. did we? No. He had his knob grabbed. Did you not notice at one point in the first half, he had, he had a double knob grab going on. I can't remember who did it, but someone had definitely had two goes at, at getting hold of uh, little Pablo. Well, that's the sort of thing you've normally got to pay for, isn't it? Well, there was two handballs and then there was two hands on a ball. There we go. So, you know. Uh, we're straying back towards humour again and I just feel, I feel it's wrong to I know, the mood for it here. No, rubbish. Wankers. <laughs> Hate this football team. <laughs> Um, thanks to Levi Solicitors however <laughs> for their support in this one 10% off your legal fees if you mention the square ball when you inquire levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball and um, let, let's go can we sue Leeds United for something for we've said emotional being, damages before yes. yeah we'll, we'll get some advice from Levi's 10% off um, off getting the last 30 years of pain back can we divorce from Leeds United is that a possibility I'm I'm sort of teetering towards that standpoint yeah. anyway if this goes tits up again this season I think it has not yet it hasn't There's it a long kind way, of has long way to go I think by by May I will be ready to look for a new hobby Actually, I'm, I'm a villain as well because I think I said on the main podcast that at least at the end of the game we would be six points clear but that's because I didn't realise Fulham were playing on Friday night and they won so they're now four points away from us the one thing the one perhaps right spot to look at is although they don't play until Monday night much as Fulham and Brentford are closing in on us we're only a point behind West Brom so at least both of us will maybe we'll meet in the playoffs that's something to look forward to right we're off Um, cheers for listening and putting up with this we'll speak to you through the week (laughs) 
The Square Ball Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.